Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. The first hour of the Mark K Show starts now. I'd like to begin by addressing the heinous attack on the United States Capitol. Like all Americans, I am outraged by the violence, lawlessness, and mayhem. I immediately deployed the National Guard and federal law enforcement to secure the building and expel the intruders. America is and must always be a nation of law and order. The demonstrators who infiltrated the Capitol have defiled the seat of American democracy. To those who engage in the acts of violence and destruction, you do not represent our country. And to those who broke the law, you will pay. We have just been through an intense election, and emotions are high. But now tempers must be cooled and calm restored. We must get on with the business of America. My campaign vigorously pursued every legal avenue to contest the election results. My only goal was to ensure the integrity of the vote. In so doing, I was fighting to defend American democracy. I continue to strongly believe that we must reform our election laws to verify the identity and eligibility of all voters and to ensure faith and confidence in all future elections. Now Congress has certified the results. A new administration will be inaugurated on January 20th. My focus now turns to ensuring a smooth, orderly, and seamless transition of power. This moment calls for healing and reconciliation. 2020 has been a challenging time for our people. A menacing pandemic has upended the lives of our citizens, isolated millions in their homes, damaged our economy, and claimed countless lives. Defeating this pandemic and rebuilding the greatest economy on Earth will require all of us working together. It will require a renewed emphasis on the civic values of patriotism, faith, charity, community, and family. We must revitalize the sacred bonds of love and loyalty that bind us together as one national family. To the citizens of our country, serving as your president has been the honor of my lifetime. And to all of my wonderful supporters, I know you are disappointed, but I also want you to know that our incredible journey is only just beginning. Thank you, God bless you, and God bless America. I'm slightly disappointed, slightly disappointed that at the end of that speech yesterday that he posted on his Twitter account, which evidently he got back uh, access to, I'm, I'm slightly disappointed that at the very end of it, he didn't look into the camera and say, the best is yet to come which i really would have loved or if he had kimberly come out and do it that would have been that would have been great too what's up everybody this is the mark k show my name is mark k 855-765-1045 so that happened yesterday um i guess donald trump deleted the the questionable tweets or the tweets that twitter didn't like got access back to his account recorded that video and published it yesterday and a lot of people are saying well that's it Donald Trump concedes. In fact, let me read you some of the headlines. Let me read you some of these. This is just it, it, and again, they're not going to learn. The the problem with what's happening now is that and it's the Republicans fault. One hundred percent. Don't think you can't blame the Democrats for any of this. 
this lies squarely on the shoulders of the quote unquote Republicans. The the media, social media, everybody is so emboldened. They are so excited. They are they feel this renewed sense of purpose. They feel like they've beaten back Donald Trump, uh, the MAGA movement, Trump supporters, conservatism. They feel like they are 100 percent in charge of this nation. And it, they they have a right to be because you've got Republicans bending over backwards to apologize, to throw Donald Trump and the 75 million people that voted for him right under the bus. Right. I mean, the MAGA buzz. And we've all got we've all got skid marks on our back uh, this morning. But you've got everybody saying that Donald Trump concedes it's over. The Drudge Report, which I know we're not supposed to read the Drudge Report anymore. They say their their headline is MAGA betrayed. Donald calls off fight. And it's all based on this video that he released uh, that he released yesterday. Now, the interesting thing about this is that Joe Biden has been coming out. I'll, I'll get Joe Biden's speech for you here in just a second, although I know no one really wants to hear from him. Joe Biden, through the entire campaign, and I use, I'm using air quotes again because I don't know how sitting in your basement for six months can be called a campaign. But whenever he did come out and speak, you may remember Joe Biden kept talking about healing bringing together unity, how he's going to be the president for all Americans. Well, now that he's, quote, unquote, won the election, I got a lot of air quotes going on today, by the way, a lot of these going on. Uh, but, but now that he's, quote, unquote, won the election, that all the unity talk is out the window. He is he instead of healing the racial divides, what he is now doing is is stoking the fires of racial division in this country and not just racial division, but div division between um, Republicans and Democrats and and MAGA and non MAGA and rich people and poor people, whatever. If you are different than somebody else, Joe Biden and the Democrats will take full advantage of that. And they started it yesterday. They started it yesterday. So what are you trying to show me? I don't know what you're looking at. I was trying to do a behind the scenes showing you that, that Donald Trump just tweeted. Oh, yeah, no, I 20. saw that like three okay, hours ago when he just tweeted. Thank you. I didn't. <laughs> you got to like highlight it or circle it or that something. It was 20 minutes ago. Was it 20 minutes yeah, ago? Okay. Well, that's probably Apologies. I think I get notifications whenever uh, he tweets. But anyway, so what they're going to do is they're, they've dropped the whole unity thing. They are now going to start outwardly attacking everybody. They don't want to be unified. They don't. And you can see it in what's happening. I don't know if you know what happens yet, what happened yesterday, but conservatism. Any conservative, any Republican, anyone who supported the president, anyone who supported um, the, the claims that this election was fraudulent, anyone who who really just tried to fight back and 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 make sure that the uh, that the Democrats weren't allowed to get away with these unconstitutional and illegal things that they've been doing in Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, uh, Georgia, wherever they were doing it. Anyone who stood up and said this is wrong. They are not trying to unify with you. They're not trying to reach across the aisle. They're now trying to squash you, to silence you, to shut you up. For, they want to basically destroy conservatism um, as it is. My good friend Rick Klein, who works for ABC, uh, he wrote a piece about not just not just um, getting rid of Donald Trump, but cleansing the MAGA movement from society. Cleansing. I don't know if cleansing is a good word to talk about when you're talking about people because, you know, people have a very negative connotation when it comes to cleansing an ideology or a group of individuals. Uh, but there they are, ABC News, talking about cleansing MAGA from society. You've got Republicans who are getting shut down by corporations now who, again, they're just, I mean, most of them are just scared. I mean, they should be. The Democrats are in power. The Democrats right now are in power of the uh, the Senate. 
the Democrats are in power of the White House come January 20th. The Democrats are in charge of the Congress and the Democrats run the state controlled media. So you've got all the power in one party's hands, and it's not the party of unity and, uh, and you know, inclusion. It's the party of division and the party of we will use our power to punish Americans who disagree with us, not to make everybody's life better. That's what they're doing. We're in for like four years of punishment. We already saw what Twitter did to Donald Trump. Shut him out of his own account with 88 million uh, people following him for 12 hours. Facebook, Instagram, they've shut him out for the remainder of his presidency. Ah, which, by the way, big questions about how long that will be. Will it be 13 more days or 12 more days until uh, the 20th of January when the inauguration at 12 noon transfers the power peacefully from Donald Trump to Joe Biden? Will that be it? Or will the 25th Amendment be invoked earlier to remove Donald Trump from power. Will the will the uh, Congress reconvene, even though they're supposed to be on break, and impeach Donald Trump before it's all over? Will the Senate vote to remove him from office? These are all great questions. We have some of the answers here uh, coming up in just a minute. Also, today is Friday. And while we didn't get a chance to do what the bleep yesterday because, well, there was a lot of other stuff going on and eh, maybe it wouldn't have been appropriate. We will be bringing you some fake news Friday today because I think we're all in the mood for it. Uh, so that's coming up in a little while. We have a ton of people already that we have so many angry people on the line telling me that Donald Trump did not concede. They're like, what is that? What is wrong with you? Hey, look, I'm just telling you what I'm reading in the I'm this is what the news is reporting. You'll notice the question mark. In my title, Trump concedes it's over, question mark, uh, yes or no. So a lot of people want to comment on that here in just a minute. We have some open mic messages we have to get to. A lot of stuff to talk about, folks. A lot of stuff to talk about. And we will continue to talk about all of it here in just a minute. So stay tuned. More of the Mark K Show is on the way. Show. My name is Mark K. 855-765-1045. Uh, President Trump issuing a video. It came out late last night. Not late last night. I was late for me because I go to bed early. But it was like around, what, 7 o'clock-ish. Uh, he went on Twitter and he released a video, the video we just played, where he said, look, we cannot, we, uh, we must prosecute the people that broke into our Capitol. We are the party of law and order. On January 20th, a new administration uh, will take power. And my number one goal now is the peaceful transition of power to that new administration is that a concession everybody in the media is like oh they're they're drooling they're like oh it's a concession it's great but it's too late for trump and we're going to impeach him still in fact jerry nadler said they want to uh impeach him as soon as next week now think about this think about this this tells you a lot about the Democrats and their agenda. And we've known this ever since the midterm elections. Do you remember the midterm elections when, uh, what's her name? Uh, Rashida Tlaib. Rashida Tlaib won her seat. She went to a party with all of her staffers. They were at the bar. They handed her the microphone and she said, thank you all. I can't wait. Uh, I couldn't have done it without you. And now we're going to go to Washington and we're going to impeach that mother father. And that was her big that was her big thing. Not we're going to go to Washington and work for the people and get them what they need. Or we're going to go to Washington and make sure that everybody has a better life for themselves and their posterity. Not we're going to go to Washington and make sure you have affordable health care and lower taxes and that you feel safe and that everybody has the right to life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. She didn't say any of that. Her one goal was to go to Washington and impeach the mother father. Although she didn't say father. She said another word. I can't say uh, on the radio. 
But what happens is now they did that. They did that. But the Senate did not remove him from office. They refused to remove him from office. Every single Republican except for Mitt Romney voted not to remove Donald Trump from office. And you need like 60. You need a whole bunch. So he stayed in office. He came in. He started, you know, kicking butt again, taking names, had the highest approval ratings ever. Oh, which, by the way, do you know? Do you know that after his speech on uh, on the 6th, do you realize that after his speech and after the attack on the Capitol and after all the all the um, the uh, objections in the Senate and after Joe Biden's votes were certified, uh, making him and Kamala Harris the next rulers of the free world? Do you realize that after that, the Rasmussen presidential approval rating for President Trump went up two whole points to 49, went up to almost 50 percent? People do not blame Donald Trump for what happened. People do not blame the Republicans for what happened. People blame the Democrats and the media. And the president, who got 75 million votes, is still enjoying a pretty decent popularity rating for somebody who supposedly got voted out of office, which is something else we probably, you know, we could point to as evidence that something went awry on November the 3rd. Uh, but anyway, so what's happening now is you've got these people who are convinced that they they still have an opportunity to remove President Trump because in their minds, even though they impeached him, and this is sad, this is sad. If you're a Democrat lawmaker, you live a sad existence. You have so much responsibility. You have so much power. And instead of doing anything, instead of fighting for more money for people that are uh, you know needing stimulus, instead of working with the president to get vaccines out there, instead of helping your constituents, instead of making sure elections are free and fair, instead of doing what really people hired you to do, all you've been doing for the last two years is trying to not just impeach Donald Trump, because we know now that wasn't the issue. Impeaching him, they didn't really care about that. They wanted him out. And they impeached him. They threw it on the Senate. The Senate kept him where he was, said he's done nothing wrong. This is ridiculous. You people need to go back to work. And they were furious. Well, now, after what happened at the Capitol building, after all the negative publicity that their friends on CNN gave them and their friends on Fox News gave them, and really everybody on television uh, stoked this in incident and fanned the flames to make the the Democrats look better. They gave them a big see, I told you so. And the, then the Republicans like Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell and everybody else just kind of rolled over and was like, wow. I guess you guys were right. Well, we better save face. Um, we're going to jump off of the sinking ship with 13 days left. So now they start to feel invigorated. They feel like, wow, maybe now we could get the votes in the Senate to remove Donald Trump from office. Maybe now with all the media behind us and with Twitter shutting down his account, we could we could maybe have our dreams come true. And before he even if it's January 20th at 10 a.m., Wait, when is it? 12 noon? If it's January 20th at 1145, 15 minutes before Donald Trump has to transfer power to Joe Biden, they will still, I guarantee, take the opportunity to vote him out of office just so they can have the satisfaction of saying they removed Donald Trump. They kicked him out. They did what they promised voters they were going to do in the midterms. And they impeached the mother father and they sent him packing 15 minutes before he was going to leave anyway it's ridiculous it's a little sick if you think about it. i mean these people you want to talk about a demented group of individuals they're demented and the worst part is they've now got the power and people are starting to realize when the one of the most ridiculous things i've heard over the past two days is we have to get rid of donald trump he can't even be trusted with a Twitter account, 
and he's got the nuclear codes. Listen, folks, you need to calm down. The only people that don't trust him with a Twitter account are the people that run Twitter. And they're very different than the people that run the nuclear uh, proliferation of the United States arsenal. It's a very different scenario. The only people that say he shouldn't have a Twitter account are the people on Twitter. The rest of us, we never thought he should have a Twitter account anyway. You know, we'd like to see him somewhere else. But it's really it's really interesting to see how these people are not just now openly unhinged, but they are getting other people out of total fear to do their bidding. And and they're trying now not just to remove Donald Trump, but the entire idea of conservatism and Trumpism from society. And we have concrete examples and we'll bring them to you here in just a second. 855-765-1045. More of the Marque Show on the way. The fact that they're even going down the 25th Amendment or impeachment route with less than two weeks left in Trump's presidency is evidence that they themselves are not fit for office. You know, if Congress wants a peaceful transition, they sure as hell better drop this impeachment crap because they're going to piss off America. Yeah, that's a big, uh, you know, that's a big concern, too. Well, not a big concern because Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, they uh, and the other Josh pointed out during the break that, yes, another great idea another great benefit to the Democrats of impeaching Donald Trump, even if it's minutes, minutes before this peaceful transition of power to the new administration takes place, I- impeaching him uh, and having the the Senate Vote him out. Say, hey, yes, you're guilty. You can you are not fit to be president by doing that. They will block him from ever running again, which I think is a major concern of theirs. I mean, think about this. Four years down the road, four years is a very, very long time. Four years is I mean, think about all the crazy stuff that's happened since the last election. And four years from now, Donald Trump, rest assured, if he's allowed to, is going to run again. He will run again. He will run again as a Republican or as some other member of some other party. And I believe personally in my heart of hearts that a lot of the folks that turned on him are going to be gone. They're going to be out of Congress. They're going to be out of the Senate. They're going to be voted out. The gov- the people who remained strong and the people that stuck with the voters are the people that are going to be around. The Ted Cruz's, the Rick Scott's, the, the, uh, the Ron DeSantis's, the Christy Gnomes. These are the people who will be there. You look at you look at Tommy Turberville. He's at Tuberville, Turber, Tuber, I can Tommy T from Alabama. He, he'll be around still. And these people going forward are going to have a very, very, very strong, influential and and really, like he said, ticked off um, base of individuals who are ready and willing and able to keep them and whoever they want in office. And and so that's one of the other reasons why they're rushing to try to get him out to keep Donald Trump from ever being able to hold elected office again, or at least the presidency. 855-765-1045. I'm pretty sure there's not 60 votes in the Senate to do it, but you never know. You never know. With with Mitch McConnell acting the way he is and with with Lindsey Graham saying he's over it all, he's done. I'm done. Yeah, you, in more ways than one, Lindsay. 855-765-1045. I do want to get to a Biden speech here in just a minute because it is one of the single most, um, I guess, I, I don't know, divisive speeches I've ever heard in my entire life. But first, let's go to Tiffany in Oklahoma. Hi, Tiffany. How are you? Thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. Good morning, Mark. How are you this morning? I'm doing really well. Thanks for asking, Tiffany. What's going on? What do you want to say today? First off, I think people need to stop and think for a second. 
and listen to what the president had to say last night, not one time did he say in any variation of, uh, I would like to com- congratulate uh, Biden and Harris on a successful campaign right. or I wish you well in your endeavors in the presidency. He didn't even hint to that. There was no, not even an, an inkling of a shadow on that. Yeah. Okay. He did say uh, there will be a new transition of power. That could be something as very, as very simple as getting rid of the backstabbing Mike Pence and appointing a new vice president. Okay. Because everybody's got to stop and think the crime the, the, the crime of all of this, the election fraud, the electoral college, all of that, big picture, the crime is now complete, okay? Mm-hmm. They, they, they signed off on it. This is what we are doing, and they certified it, okay? Mm-hmm. They, it's in the ledgers. It's in the history books, okay? And it was a crime, okay? And did Trump know that they were going to do it? Yeah, I knew they were going to do it. Uh, did he know that, that Antifa was going to dress up like, like MAGA supporters and, and storm the Capitol? Did Trump know they were going to do, know that exactly was going to happen? Uh, form your own opinion on that. But the one thing he did know is that they were up to something. Yeah. All right. So Tiffany's, that's a great point you made. Tiffany's point is not that it was a concession. It was Donald Trump saying, look, they got, they committed the crime and they got away with it. And we fought it in the courts. We fought it as much as we could. We fought it as long as we hard and as hard as we can. But now we can't fight it anymore. And we can't fight it the way that they would fight it, which is by storming the Capitol and breaking stuff. Although, I'll be honest with you, I was looking at the uh, cleanup videos from the Capitol. And it seems to me like there was very little damage done when you compare it to the damage that was done during all the riots uh, last year. But but basically, in order to in order to maintain the uh in order to maintain the you know or really not even just save face but to maintain and establish the fact that you are the party of law and order which is what he ran on uh yeah you have to get up there and you have to denounce law and order and again nobody nobody said go to the capitol and break in nobody thought that the majority of people didn't they stood quietly on the side they watched they held their flags they were waving they were singing they were chanting um but yeah i mean i I think there's a lot of truth to what you say it's not it's not a concession. It's a hey, they got away with it and we tried to stop them. But legally, there's nothing we can do. And we're the par- party of law and order. We can't do anything illegal to stop them because that would be stooping to their level. Hey, uh, thanks so much for the call. We appreciate it. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. This is Scott in Indiana. Hi, Scott. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, doing good, Scott. What do you want to say, sir? Well, I, I too don't think that Trump said anything about conceding, and I think the Democrats and the Republicans are scared uh, because not only did they commit treason when they did sign off on the Biden election or Biden winning, um, but there's a lot of them that are uh, in question about some pedophilia going on. Yeah. I've I've heard those, too. Listen, I think you're there's a big you're and you said something, too, that I think is correct about the fear. Um, There are scared Republicans out there, just like there were scared Democrats for four years. The problem and I'll be honest with you, I I think that scared Democrats, they're better than scared Republicans because scared Democrats, when a Democrat is scared, 
They're like rabid dogs or wolves or, or cobras or whatever. They bear their fangs and they attack and they attack and they attack. And they don't stop attacking until they get what they want or they wear out their opponent. You know, they're like Muhammad Ali. They're out there moving around. They're trying to, like, wear down their opponent. And they don't stop fighting no matter how ridiculous it is. It doesn't matter that they don't have any evidence. It doesn't matter that they don't uh, they can't prove any of their claims. They all fight, all of them together as a unit. And they wear people down. And that's what they do with the media. The media has been fighting these ridiculous stories for four years. It makes people – how many times have you heard someone say, you know, I'm just tired of it all. I'm just ready to move on. Or, you know, let's just – Let's just move on. Just get Biden in there. We'll just move on. We'll start over. It'll just be it'll just be nice to get back to calm. They've worn the country down and they've done it with CNN and The Washington Post and The New York Times and ABC News and MSNBC and Fox News as well. They've done it with every single ally that they have. They've made this country so sick and tired of these shenanigans that aren't you know, that don't really exist. But they tell you do to the point now where you're just really ready to roll over and lay back and take anything you know what fine give us sleepy joe at least it'll be quiet yeah it'll be quiet because in the background they're gonna be they're gonna be jacking up your taxes and opening your borders and stealing your country and and they're gonna be you're gonna wake up in four years you're gonna be like wow that was a nice calm relaxing four years the media had nothing bad to say about donald trump i didn't see joe biden wasn't on twitter every five seconds that was really really calm in the meantime, you're going to be living in a socialist country. That's the whole plan. Now, when conservatives, when Republicans get scared, they don't fight like Democrats do. They don't fight like rabid wild beasts in the jungle trying to survive. No, they play possum and they roll over. They're just like, you see, the, what is it? The uh, They just roll over on their back and they play dead. And they're like, listen, you know what? We lost. So I can keep fighting. Or I can just play dead and hopefully they'll forget that I used to think that America uh, was a great place to live and the Constitution was the law of the land. And, um, and you know, and I, and I would give anything to, to uphold that. Maybe maybe they'll forget all about that. And that's what you're seeing half of the Republicans in Congress do. And and there's a short, there's a handful still that will never give up the fight. Um, you know, and, and those people need to be remembered and supported, especially since they're now being attacked, not just by Democrats, not just by the media, but by corporations. In fact, yesterday, three things happened yesterday. We'll tell you all about that here in just a minute. Stay tuned. More of the Marque shows coming up. This is the Marque show. My name is Marque. 855-765-1045. Or send us an open mic message. So the Senate confirmed Joe Biden around 3.30 in the morning. It seems to me that the Democrats do their best election work after midnight. <laughs> as long as if you're a Democrat, everything happens after three o'clock in the morning. 855-765-1045. Let's get a couple more phone calls in here and then we'll talk a little bit about uh, Joe Biden. This is where do we go? This is Stephen in Texas. Hi, Stephen. How are you? Hey, Mark. Hi, Stephen. Um, I know. We're, we're... Hey, I ain't all serious right now. You know, we're all talking about the, the election and Biden and all that. But I just kind of want to ask you a, a more lighter, a lighter uh, side of question. Okay. Um, you know, we've been seeing a lot, a lot of gaffes from Biden over the last forever. Yeah. Um, and I want, I want to know if you think that his handlers have any plans to maybe cut back on those. Because I, I know that I know that that before, you know, he was campaigning, it wasn't that big of a deal because it's just Joe Biden. But now that he's going to be president and they're going to not, hopefully not, but, you know, they're, they're inaugurating him. 
do you think the handlers are going to start pulling those reins in and say, hey, Joe, stop doing all those those public speeches, those public speeches where you where you sound like a moron? Uh, do you think that they're going to pull the reins back on old Joe and, and make him do more scripted speeches, Mark? Uh, I mean, I think, yeah, I mean, anytime he goes out in public, it's a scripted speech, except, of course, when he was doing the debates. The speech yesterday, and then, you know what, Stephen, that's a great point. The speech yesterday was, was scripted as well. And you can tell because you can tell the different tone. You can tell it's a very different tone now that they believe that they've won. And when you look at what Joe Biden said, in fact, here, let's play a little here. We'll play a little bit of it. This is Joe Biden yesterday. Yesterday, in my view, one of the darkest days in the history of our nation. An unprecedented assault on our democracy. An assault literally on the citadel of liberty in the United States Capitol itself. An assault on the rule of law. An assault on the most sacred of American undertakings. Ratifying the will of the people in choosing the leadership of their government. All of us here grieve the loss of life, grieve the desecration of the people's house. But we, what we witnessed yesterday was not dissent, it was not disorder, it was not protest, it was chaos. They weren't protesters. Don't dare call them protesters. They were a riotous mob, insurrectionists. Domestic terrorists. It's that basic. It's that simple. And I wish we could say we couldn't see it coming. But that isn't true. We could see it coming. The past four years, we've had a president who's made his contempt for our democracy, our Constitution, the rule of law, clear in everything he has done. He unleashed an all-out assault on our institutions of our democracy from the outset. And yesterday was but the culmination of that unrelenting attack. Okay, so there you go. This is the unifier. This is the guy bringing the country together, saying that the president, the 75 million people that voted for him, all the people that showed up in Washington, D.C. in support of him, the hundreds of thousands, uh, not even protesters. They are a riotous mom, not pro a de domestic terrorists. So, you know, for example, if you and I, we know a lot of people, we had busfuls of people, our listeners come up from St. Augustine and they went there and they went there to support the president. Well, Joe Biden thinks you're a domestic terrorist now. Uh, this is not how you bring people together. This is not how you start to heal. doesn't matter, though, because they won. They won every single election. They don't care about your healing. They just care about your silence. Josh Hawley. Uh, Josh Hawley, the uh, the uh, Republic, I'm sorry, the Republican senator from Missouri. Josh Hawley had a book deal that was with a company called Simon and Schuster. They do a lot of book deals. They have a, a huge publishing house. They do a lot of textbooks. They do a lot of other things. Have a, a bunch of different imprints. Well, they canceled his contract yesterday, and he wrote uh, he wrote an a, an answer to them. Said this could not be more Orwellian. Simon and Schuster is canceling my contract because I was representing my constituents, leading a debate on the Senate floor on voter integrity, which they have now decided to redefine as sedition. Let me be clear. This is not just a contract dispute. It's a direct assault on the First Amendment. Only approved speech can now be published. This is the left looking to cancel everyone they don't approve of. I will fight 
this cancel culture with everything I have. We will see you in court. That wasn't all. In the middle of the day, for no reason whatsoever, Shopify, which is a prominent uh, shopping website. It's, if you have a store or if you want a store, in fact, our store currently is on Shopify. They, out of the, out of the blue, they shut down every single one of Donald Trump's stores. Every single Trump store, whether it sold Trump campaign gear like MAGA hats and lawn signs and bumper stickers, whether it sold uh, Trump branded merchandise like ties and clothing, anything at all, anything at all that Donald Trump uh, sold on Shopify, they shut down every single one of his stores. And they said basically that um, that he was, you know, he's done. They just threw him off of his, they threw him off just like Facebook did, just like Instagram did. They arbitrarily decided who and who cannot do business on their platforms. And Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, she's out there attacking Ted Cruz. She's, uh, she said, Senator Cruz, you must accept responsibility for how your craven self-serving actions contributed to the deaths of four people yesterday and how you fundraised off this riot. Both you and Senator Hawley must resign. If you do not, the Senate should move for your expulsion. So Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley, it, they can't just continue the conversation. They can't debate openly on the floor of the Senate for something they believe is incorrect. And also 75 million people in this country think is incorrect. They now have to resign. Why? Why should they resign? They won their elections fair and square. They're in the Senate. They're representing their voters. Josh Hawley, he's right. He is representing the people that voted for him and put him in office. Ted Cruz, 100%. He's not only at this point representing the people that put him in office, he's representing a whole bunch of other people who would love, who would love the opportunity to vote Ted Cruz for another six years in the Senate and vote AOC out. This is it. This is how it works. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Simon & Schuster, uh, what else with Shopify? These companies are now attacking out of complete fear because they want the Democrats to be nice to them. They know Democrats will attack them, will go after them, will take their money, will raise their taxes. They know that the Democrat unions will make their lives a living hell if they don't fall in line. So they are going to be complicit in trying to help silence conservative voices and at the same time totally destroy the First Amendment. That is not unifying. That is not bringing this country together. That is not healing. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More Marque Show on the way. By the way, don't listen. Don't, I act foolish, but I'm no fool. I know that if they're going to shut the president out of Twitter and they're going to shut him out of Facebook and they're going to shut him out of Instagram, they're going to shut him out of Shopify. I know that if they're canceling Josh Hawley's book and they're they're also threatening to uh, to defund Ted Cruz, should he ever want to run for office again? I know that if they're going to go after these people, they have they will have no qualms about stepping on someone as small and inconsequential as uh, as me. So we have taken measures to prevent that. If you're watching on Facebook or if you're watching on any, on uh, YouTube, I've linked our our website, markk.com, M-A-R-K-K-A-Y-E.com, and we're creating our own Catriot Network. So if you love the show, if you like to watch the show, listen, we are we will continue. Someone just asked, why are you still on Facebook? Well, we got like a million followers on Facebook. So uh, I, if you want to follow us on Facebook and YouTube and Twitter and Twitch, we appreciate it. Um, we appreciate all that. But just know that in the next four years, there could come a day where you go on any one of those websites and all of a sudden, your good buddy Marquet is gone. 
And that's why this Catriot network is so important so we can stay in touch with you and let you know what happened should something happen. Because, you know, that, look what happened with Donald Trump and his Twitter account. He put out a video saying everybody stay peaceful and go home. Twitter didn't like it, so they shut him out for 12 hours. It's president of the United States. They took away his ability to communicate with his country directly. And we have that ability, too, but we may not. Uh, if they decide they don't like something we say or something we play on the air or they don't like someone who calls in or they don't like a comment. Maybe they don't like the stuff we're selling in our store. Doesn't matter. They have the they have the overreaching ability to shut us out without any warning. And so we've got to have some kind of backup plan. And that's what this Catriot Network is all about. So if you haven't yet signed up for it, markk.com, M-A-R-K-K-A-Y-E.com. I linked it on both YouTube and um and on Facebook, we'll put it in the Twitter and the Twitch and everywhere else, too. 855-765-1045 is our number. This is Rob in South Dakota. Rob, hey, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? Hey, Mark, I'm good. How are you? Oh, doing great. What do you want to say today, sir? What's up? Yeah, well, first of all, all this talk, you know, I hear a lot of you know my fellow Trump supporters talking about how it's not over. Trump still has a plan and talking about him running for um, president again in, you know, in 2024. And I'd like to remind everyone, first of all, he's going to be 76 in 2024. Um, second of all, I, I, I think everybody well, needs I mean, to... Well, I mean, Joe Biden's 78. So, I mean, that uh, age uh, doesn't seem to be a problem anymore. True, true but I, I'd like everyone to kind of maybe take a view of it this way. I think Trump can actually have more strength by not being president. I mean, he has the money. Well, what's going to keep him from starting his own media company or something like that? I mean, come on. He already has 80, you know, 80 million uh, viewers and listeners and whatever he wants to do. I just think he can have more influence and more power not being president than he ever did being president. Interesting point, Rob. That is very that is a very interesting point. Let me ask you this. If Donald Trump were impeached or 25th Amendmented or whatever you call it, if that happened before the inauguration, if they were able to remove Donald Trump from office before Joe Biden takes the oath on the 20th. Do you think, based on what you just said, that's better for him or worse? I don't think it, ma it matters, but I think it would be better for him because I think all they'll do is they'll just they'll just throw gas on a fire. Because yeah. I, I think uh, I think as patriots, we, we are ticked off. And I think the more they keep squeezing like this, boy, just keep poking the bear and see what happens. Yeah. No, I, I, Rob, I think you're right. I, I've been thinking about that a lot, too. And I and I think he, and I think Donald Trump himself has also because he's not a you know, he's not a stupid guy. He's a very shrewd businessman and he knows exactly what's going on. He knows about marketing. And I think he's sitting there thinking to himself, you know, what happens now? Do, do, what happens if they impeach me? And I, here's a great example that probably everybody can everybody can can look forward to. Think about think about and I'm not trying to be sacrilegious I'm just giving you a historic and you know example that happens to be a religious icon think about Jesus Christ being uh you know being put on the cross and crucified would he be a savior would he be I mean what if could you imagine what religion would look like if Jesus Christ lived to be 80 and you had this old man as the symbol of your religion instead of this figure that was that was crucified on a cross that's how legends are made by by persecution, by by by, you know, a, an untimely death or in this case, untimely removal from office. If you think that the people that stormed the Capitol were mad because the election was stolen from him, wait till you steal the presidency from him. You think that's going to calm them down? They didn't go to bed and wake up and think, well, you know what? That was fun. Let's move on to the Biden administration. I mean, Lindsey Graham did, but not the rest of them. 
Lindsey Graham is all ready to move on, but not not the rest of them. A lot of people, they still want to make America great again. They still want lower taxes. They still want fair trade agreements. They still want a strong military. They still want the borders to be secure. They still like our Supreme Court the way it is. They still like freedom of religion. They still like to have their guns with their high-capacity magazines. They like the Bill of Rights. They love the Constitution, and they love this country. That didn't go away because Joe Biden won, quote unquote, the election. That didn't go away because CNN said that this was the darkest day in history when Trump supporters stormed the Capitol. People wake up. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have to stop reading the comments. On, somebody just commented on YouTube, Jesus loves a high capacity magazine. Which <laughs> Sorry, I'm sorry. That's my fault. I got distracted by reading the comments on YouTube. Thank you, by the way, for that. But people, they don't just think, you know, for four years, here's somebody who can help us. Here's somebody who is making America great again. Here's somebody who is telling it like it is. Here's somebody who's fighting for us instead of fighting against us. And in doing so, they he has built a movement, a movement like, again, Christianity. Before you people start calling me a heretic, I'm not comparing Donald Trump to Jesus Christ. I'm comparing movements. Like the movement that far that lives long. Look at Reaganism. How many people are Reagan Republicans? You know, how many people still follow Reaganomics? How many people uh, love the music of, I don't know, Jimi Hendrix died young, right? Kurt Cobain. These are all people whose lives or livelihoods were taken away from them way too early. And in doing so, they have established themselves as legendary and they have they have solidified, solidified fanatics of their philosophy, music, religion, or poli politics forever. So I think the worst thing the Democrats could do for themselves is throw Donald Trump out of office. And the more and more I think about it, it could be the best thing for Trumpism moving forward. I don't know. Could be wrong. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. The best thing that happened in these four years is that the seeds of Trumpism were sown all over the country in places like Texas, here in Florida with people like Matt Gates, in Georgia with uh, with Doug Collins, in Ohio with Jim Jordan. People that were already conservative were emboldened to be a new kind of conservative, the combative conservative. And combative conservatism is the only thing that's going to win. It's the only thing that's going to beat back the Democrats because all of the Democrats are combative. Only a handful of Republicans are. It's our job now. Listen, if you're a combative conservative, if you love Donald Trump, if you voted for him, if you're all ticked off about it, your job. And I know a lot of people are saying, I'm never going to vote again. It's not your you can't do that. You have to vote. You have to go and vote. If you live in Pennsylvania, you have to go in and vote for combative conservatives, not conservatives. Don't just vote with the R. Combative conservatives who will change the laws back to make those elections free and fair. Combative conservatives who will root out the corruption out all those states. If you're in Georgia, you got to vote for combative conservatives who are going to go in. I mean, you have the opposite of combative conservatives. You have the most docile conservatives in the state of Georgia. It's ridiculous. But now maybe we can get a wake up call. And look, Doug Collins isn't doing anything. Next gubernatorial election, I would wholeheartedly like to believe that he's going to be on that ballot. That's what this country needs. That's what the Republican Party needs. You need not fewer combative conservatives. You need more of them. 
And maybe the silver lining in all of this is we can see who is weak and who is strong. And if you add more strong people to the party, then the future does look bright. And if you can do that and if you will do that, that's the best thing you can do for Donald Trump and for the GOP. 855-765-1045, in my humble opinion. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Marque Show's on the way. Donald Trump will not be attending the inauguration. That makes two of us. Something else we have in common. 855-765-1045. By the way, I've decided that I'm never going to leave the studio again. There's, there's no point. We're just going to we're going to broadcast from here forever. Uh, star Star 1045 is our number if you're trying to get through or 855-765-1045. Somebody just wrote, are you still doing fake news Friday after the inauguration? And yeah, absolutely. Fake News Friday is one of our most popular benchmarks, and it's one of our favorite things to do. Plus, look, fake news isn't going anywhere. And any, if, if anything, there'll be more fake news after the inauguration, not less fake news after the inauguration. So that's definitely something. Yeah, we will continue, of course, to do Fake News Friday today. We have it coming up here in just a little while, and we will do it, uh, you know, until they tell us. Until, you know, you guys stop listening to it, which is hopefully never. 855-765-1045. Before we get to that, let's do a couple more phone calls because you guys are really, you guys are really excited uh, to talk today. This is Nate in Jacksonville. Hi, Nate. How are you? Thanks so much for calling the Marque Show. Hey, I'm doing great, Mark. Uh, Thank you for being truthful about everything and not being weak like Brian Kilmeade, saying that they tried and they failed because... You can't succeed if the court does not hear what you have to say. And I blame the Democrats for keeping the economy shut down in their states. That's the reason why the economy is in the the, the, uh, unfortunate um, way it is right now, because they they wanted to play politics with people's lives, and they don't care. And, uh, And Donald Trump didn't want to shut down the economy. This is 2020. We have the means to keep people healthy and still go on with our lives. So I I blame the courts and I blame the weak governor of Georgia and the sorry, um, despicable piece of crap uh, secretary of state and uh, all the Republican uh, senators who would not stand with the president and not even – appoint a committee to look into it like ted cruz said yeah uh listen nate you're i I appreciate your call man i can tell you and that this is the thing what you hear in nate's voice that anger that's uh, that's that's not going away it's intensifying and what lindsey graham did in the senate the other day when he threw the president under the bus that didn't make people go wow well if lindsey graham one of the staunchest supporters of the president if that guy is done if that guy says it's over well then it's over I'm I'm taking my MAGA hat and I'm burning it today. That's not how it that's not how it works. It's really it's really weird for me to think how these people survive so long in politics. But I mean it, it's clear it's clear who the swamp is and who the swamp isn't. And you know one of the things we've been toying with and a lot of things that, that we you know we really you know we don't get super politically involved here. But in two years everyone's got to become politically involved. 
You know, uh, what's her name? Uh, Lauren Boebert, who's going to carry her Glock to the Capitol. She gave a great speech. She was in the middle of a fantastic speech on the floor of the House of Representatives the first time she said anything. And it was in defense of the Constitution and the uh, the constitutionality of the election, objecting to the, uh, the electors from Pennsylvania or from Arizona, rather. It was an amazing speech. And now you've got uh, you've got you know, all that is forgotten. All that was shoved to the side. You know, and so you got to really look, look locally at your representatives, because that's where it starts. The first thing that everybody should be thinking of right now, the first thing you should be thinking of right now, and you should actually wake up every day for the next two years and think about this, is who am I voting for in 2020 for Congress? Because they're all up. There's not one congressperson who isn't up in 2022. They all get a two year sentence, not a sentence, term. And after that, they have to rerun. So you need to make sure you know who you're voting for in 2022. Are you content with your representation in Congress? Matt Gates? probably you're pretty happy with that guy. Probably you're thinking he's a safe bet. He'll get another two years. You know, Kat Kamek so far doing a great job uh, for the people over there to the west of us. There are people who have been in Congress for a long time who should stay there. The Jim Jordans, you know, there's uh, there's people that are out there and they're fighting. Then you got to look at your Senate races. You know, and you got to think to yourself, which senator that I've if I if I reelect my senator who's up for uh, who's up this this um, in 2022. Like, for example, we have Marco Rubio here. <laughs> if Marco Rubio is up in 2022 is my best choice to elect Mark Rubio to another term in the Senate. Is he the combative conservative that we need to make sure that this country survives? Is Marco Rubio our best shot or do we need to find somebody more like oh i don't know our other senator rick scott who fought as governor and who fought in uh, in the senate and who just two days ago objected with one of only seven out of 107 senators out of 52 so-called republicans he was one of seven who said i object to this election i object to these electors these are unconstitutional and if you certify these you are certifying illegal electors and you are handing the presidency to a person and a party that committed a crime right out in the open that's the kind of senator we need i don't know that marco rubio's it so you really need to start thinking right now and every day between now and election day 2022 who gets your vote 855-765-1045 we'll be right back 855-765-1045 is our number, 855-765-1045. The president not attending the inauguration on the 20th of January. We also are not attending the inauguration. I wonder if there'll be more Trump supporters out there on inauguration. day. I think that's a big concern, of course, because that's the next big event. Uh, but, you know, Joe Biden, he's doing a virtual inauguration. He's doing this virtual inauguration. There's virtual parades. I don't really know. I don't really know what that's all about. Um, but apparently, apparently, that's the that's the deal. And uh, and there is a concern that there will be more. Uh, what what did they call them? Oh, uh, domestic terrorists at the parade for at the virtual um, inauguration. I wonder if they're virtual domestic terrorists or if they're just regular domestic. Who knows? Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. All right, it's time to play some fake news Friday. <laughs> We go to the uh, we go to find our contestants. From- <laughs> I thought you were gonna like say yay or go go team or something. <laughs> oh, it's time for fake news Friday! Yay! Go team! Okay, good, perfect. There we go. Uh, <laughs> we go first to DJ in Ohio. Hi, DJ. How are you? Hey, Mark. 
Hey, DJ. I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Oh, doing wonderfully. Thanks so much for asking. We, um, we're going to pit you against John in Arizona today. Hi, John. How's it going? Pretty good. How are you guys doing? Hey, we're good, John. Uh, John, DJ, here's how this game works. I'm going to give you guys headlines, one right after the other. You have to then tell me if that headline is a real news headline, if that's something that actually happened, or if that's a fake news headline. And a lot of times it's very difficult to tell in this day and age because the fake news really sounds real and the real news all sounds fake um so we're gonna we're gonna test your abilities to see how you how well you do okay oh good all right perfect uh dj we're gonna kick it off with you listen carefully and tell us if this is real news you're right over there yeah oh you're good i like saying kick it tell us if this is real news or fake news here we go the u.s postal service just sent out cards wishing all of their customers a very happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> the U.S. Postal Service just mailed out cards to their customers wishing everyone a very happy Thanksgiving. Is that real news, DJ, or is that fake news? That is hilarious, but I think it is fake news. Ah, oh, that fake news. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> that is fake news, but I would not be a bit surprised. We just, in fact, we just got in the mail yesterday uh, one of my daughter's Christmas presents that we ordered. So it's like second Christmas for her. She's very excited. All right, good. Um, if you want to, if you want to make Christmas last for months, just send your gifts through the mail. Um, all right, here we go. Next up, John, are you ready? Yeah. Listen carefully and tell us if this is real news or fake news. Here we go. Walmart, Walmart has publicly thanked the U.S. government for completely obliterating their small business competition. Is that real news or is that fake news? Hmm. I'm going to have to say fake. You're going to have to say that. You don't think Walmart came out with a statement thanking government for obliterating their small business competition? I don't think they're that stupid, honestly. Well, they did. They did tweet out the other day. Well, you know what? Never mind. Yeah, you're right. They're not. Oh, that fake news. <laughs> That's exactly right. You are fake news. Good job. You guys are great. I'll tell you what. You guys are, are way too good at this game. Uh, we're going to have to make it a little tougher. All right, here we go. You ready? Uh, this goes to yep. DJ. Listen carefully, DJ. Tell us if this is real news or fake news. Here we go. A man from uh, England, an Englishman, got drunk. So drunk that he legally changed his name to Celine Dion without knowing it. Is that is that real news or is that fake news? Uh, that's a tough one. I can see that happening. You can, um, <laughs> she's a very popular singer. Um, I'm going to say... Uh, I'm going to say that's fake. That is real news. <gasps> that is real news. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> a Staffordshire man changed his legal name to Celine Dion following a night of intoxication. He used to be known as Thomas Dodd, but <laughs> he used to be known. <laughs> he's a super fan. He's been in lockdown. He's been watching a lot of formerly concerts. Formerly, yeah, the, drunk, the drunkard formerly known as Thomas Dodd. <laughs> Um, so that is real news, unfortunately, uh, for both you and for him. Um, uh, and for Celine, actually. Here we go. Back to you, John. Are you ready? Listen carefully. Tell us if this is real news or fake news, okay? All right. All right. Perfect. Here we go. A scientific study has found 
that the coronavirus vaccine works 75 percent faster if you post an i just got the coronavirus <laughs> vaccine selfie on facebook <laughs> that's fake that's gotta be fake you think that's fake i mean come on you're gonna give me you're gonna give me some stupid virus shot and then oh yeah by the way if you go ahead and post that is, you're right. That is a, that is correct. <laughs> I like not only that John knows it's fake news, but he's so angry when we make we question him about it. Uh, all right, John, you're on the board. Or you're in the lead, rather, two to one. DJ, we go back to you. Are you ready for your next Fake News Friday headline? Yep. Listen carefully. Tell us if this is real news or fake news. Here we go. Steve Carell. Steve Carell. Actor Steve Carell has just been given the world's first Jiffy Award for Lifetime Achievement for Work in Reaction GIFs on the Internet. <laughs> Steve Carell has just been given the first Jiffy Award for Lifetime Achievement and Outstanding Work in Reaction GIFs, or you may know them as GIFs, but they're actually GIFs. Not the peanut butter award. No, no, not no. That, no not, not that Jiffy award. <laughs> I was wondering what the GIF thing was. Sorry, I, I, I was okay. peanut butter too. No, <laughs> he's been given the Giffy Award for outstanding work and reaction gifts. Although it's pronounced GIF. Uh, what do you? Uh, what do you think? <laughs> uh, I'm not really sure. Uh, I'm gonna guess it's fake. I'm gonna guess it's fake news. You know, when I first heard that, I thought it was real news. But you're right, it's fake news. Yeah. Uh, that fake news. Because he didn't really do the work in the GIF or the GIF. He did it in the show. It's all the then, office. Yeah. Reaction all right, GIFs, so yeah. Congratulations, DJ. You just tied it up. All right, John, here we go. We have one more. You could win this game if you correctly identify this headline as either real or fake news. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Okay, here we go. Listen carefully <laughs> and tell us. <laughs> this is real news. I just read the one that I was about to read. I'm, I may not make it through it. Here we go. Listen carefully. The congressional prayer to open up the last con uh, Congress of the year. I'm sorry, of the new year. Okay, let me start over again. What is happening? <laughs> I can't, I'm trying to do it without laughing. Hey, Mark, you're supposed to do this without laughing. Okay? I know. I pull, here, let me start. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, real news or fake news? Here we go. The final congressional prayer of the last Congress of the new year was two days long. As Democrats decided to include all 5,787 genders. Well, considering you use the word Democrat here, I would believe that, but I'm going to probably say that. That is that's correct. You are fake news. That's right. A man, a woman, a dog, a cat, a they, a them, a it. Uh, with a score of three to one, congratulations, John. You're our big winner today. Uh, nicely done, DJ. Great, uh, great job. We uh, played valiantly, um, but I'm sorry. In the end, they'll, uh, you know, you, they're, they're, you're gonna uh, January 20th. We're gonna have a new Fake News Friday winner. His name's John from Arizona. John, hang tight. We're gonna hook you up with a T-shirt of your choice and a Mark K Show prize pack. Everybody else, hang tight. We still got a couple more minutes to kill before we can all go home for the weekend. This is the Mark K Show. Stay tuned. We'll be right right back after this. Tell you, the media, there's a uh, there's a video 
Right after, um, I guess it was right before the president took the stage in Washington, D.C., they have like a little tent set up backstage where his family and his cohorts were, and they had music playing, and they had, you know, uh, like a little, they had like some food and drinks and stuff for all the VIPs, and then they were waiting for the president to go. They were playing Gloria in the background, and they were waiting for the president to go on stage. And so now someone took a video. I guess Don Jr. or one of his friends took a video and posted it on Instagram. So the Drudge Report wrote... Uh, shock video shows Trump family partying before riots. <laughs> so before the riots, which no one knew were going to happen, happened. They were partying. They were having like a good time. They were enjoying themselves at uh, at a at a very peaceful rally. Imagine that. Imagine that. You know what I was doing before the riots? I was enjoying lunch with my wife. Shock video shows Mark K enjoying lunch before something terrible he had no idea was going to happen happened. That's it's it's really kind of it's really bad. It's really bad. It's really going it's going to get worse. Um, they've the fact that CNN and MSNBC and the Drudge Report and Fox News, the fact that they feel like they just have carte, bl- carte blanche now to say and do anything they want to about the the, um, the president. I think that it's going to be it's going to be a bad four years um, as far as the media goes. The, the, the trust level. If, I mean, if, if if you've already lost trust in the media, you're going to lose even more. And if you haven't yet, I don't know. Maybe you just haven't been watching eight, five, five, seven, six, five. 104.5. This is Josephine in the Poconos. Hi, Josephine. How are you? Very good. How are you today? Oh, doing great, Josephine. Thanks so much for asking. And what's going on? What's on your mind today? What do you want to say? I just want to let everyone know, don't give up hope and faith. The only date in that Constitution is noon on January 20th. Okay, so you think you think there's still a chance? Absolutely. The six, when they took all of those votes and they debated, absolutely, when they took those votes and they debated on them, they cast their lots. And earlier in the day, they were all given an affidavit regarding Italy did it. And that affidavit was from the gentleman who actually uploaded the information. Yeah. And send it to Germany. All right. So, we'll so s- what do you think is going to happen between now and Inauguration Day? They officially sign their names to treason. But who's going to who's going to prosecute them? They're all they're all in it together, aren't they? Trump's got his men. All right. All right. Hey, thanks. For, I hope so, Josephine. We appreciate it. Look, uh, there comes a there comes a point where you have to look at it and think who here. Do we actually who here do we actually trust in the government? You know, and it's and it's always been I remember when I was a kid and I would listen to my uncles rant and rave about the government and they would be all like, I can't trust those damn sons of bitches, all that. I mean, there was a lot of grumbling. Um, and now that I'm their age, basically, I kind of understand where it all comes from. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five is our number. This is Brianna in St. John's. Hi, Brianna. How are you? Hi, I'm doing well. How are you? Oh, good. What do you want to say, uh, Brianna? I was just thinking it was interesting, you know, from one Catholic to another, um, just that the left has been calling the Capitol hallowed ground and their politics are now sacred. It, it just kind of, it was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to see kind of what your thoughts were on that. It was just 
Well, you know, it's interesting to me that they call it hallowed ground when Trump supporters are running through their chambers taking selfies um, in their desk chairs. But it's not hallowed ground when they use those same chambers to push these phony impeachments or to attack the president. I mean, Nancy Pelosi uh, was almost censured by Doug Collins before the things she was saying, accusing the other members of terrible, horrible things that were totally bogus. You know, it wasn't sacred ground when Adam Schiff started making up, making up testimony and um, and a phony call a transcript because he didn't think the first one, the actual one, the, the real transcript was damaging enough. So it's all, you know, it, you got to put it all in perspective. You got to put it all in perspective. Um, but, you know, thanks so much. Thanks so much for your call. Listen, I tweeted out something. And again, I don't know if it's appropriate to quote yourself, but I tweeted out something yesterday, and I guess a lot of people seem to like it. And I'll read it for you here because I think it's very poignant. The greatest threat to our republic is not the people who broke in to the House chambers two days ago, but rather the people who work there every other day of the year. Something to think about. Over the weekend. 855-765-1045. Put that in your speed dial for Monday. Uh, have a great weekend. Stay tuned. Traffic, weather, news, Rush Limbaugh. It's all next. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.